Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Coached by Dan podcast. I hope we're all keeping very, very well. Um, if you are listening to this on like really good quality earphones or headphones and you can hear kind of a like a fan noise in the background, that would in fact be a fan. Um, yeah, it's like roughly, I'm estimating about 5,000 degrees uh, in Dublin right now. It's fucking insane. Um, I'm moaning about it now, but the minute it starts raining, it gets cold. I'll be like, oh, why isn't it fucking, you know, why isn't it fucking warm? But you know what? We, we move. Um, so yeah, I've been living with a fan beside me for the last week or so. Um, really not looking forward to this month's electricity bill, but you're lucky it is what it is. We move. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the sus. Um, so taking the podcast solo today to touch on what can be i suppose a very narcissistic topic and it's i'm basically talking about me in the podcast you know um i was only thinking there the other week when i recorded my last solo podcast and i kind of touched on this idea a little bit um i get loads of guests on this podcast like i've had some absolutely astounding guests on the likes of gary mcgown larry doyle dr mike uh josh bridgman tom coleman amelia thompson emma story gordon uh to name a few and we know a lot about them for the podcast we know a lot about their stories um any solo podcast i've done we know about the topic i've dealt with but after what 70 75 let me check here now so i think about 75 76 podcasts um i haven't actually talked much about myself 76 there we go um i haven't actually talked much about myself and i suppose you know who is dan reese who is coach Budan? who is the man behind coach Budan? and i suppose like Yes, it can be a very, you know, self-centered topic to talk about. I'm literally spending the next, I don't know, 20 minutes, half an hour, 45 minutes to an hour, I don't know, talking about myself. But, you know, I think it's 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 kind of cool sometimes to listen to podcasts about the person in question. Do you know, I always found it really interesting, you know, if I'm on YouTube or via podcast and I'm learning about someone I follow, could be to do with fitness, could be to do with anything really. And getting to actually know them, their backstory, things behind them um i think it's really cool separating the person from the brand person from the business person from the service whatever it is and actually getting to know that person a little bit better so goal of this podcast is for you guys to basically know me inside out upside down um give you a bit of backstory myself from back i don't know school years sports college dropping out getting into pt why i do all this and just you know getting a good knowledge on, on who i am so yeah that's kind of the the gist of this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Um, geez, where do I start? Oh, God, it all started when I was born, didn't it? Uh, generally, is a good starting point. Uh, I'm born on the 26th of February, 1998, so I'm 23 years young. Um, I have been living in Dublin my whole life. Um, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty standard, that, to be honest. Um, nothing majorly crazy going on. Um, my whole life, I've been very much in the same location, you know, uh, like I'm not going to tell you exactly where I grew up, but like between school, college, um, living and my PT course, I've pretty much lived in the same kind of five, six, seven kilometer radius my entire life. Um, it's funny whenever I go to town with Caitlin or with anyone and kind of like, how do you get here? I'm like, I actually have no fucking clue. Like my knowledge of Dublin is actually really, really shit. Um, bar my little region where I, where I live and grew up. Um, so mum and dad, my brother grew up with them always a dog's in the house, always a cat's in the house, um, very much a pet person, um, 
fucking million one dogs have come and gone in my day and uh, i am left with moses the beloved cat the king which everyone loves um yeah nothing mad there to be honest from a school point of view like you know nothing crazy there i was never the most academically gifted person when it came to school um my claim to fame is my my, my junior certain mocks fucking hell i got like a hundred percent of my mocks and i was like oh my god dan you're so cool how the fuck did you do that uh a friend of mine in school like a few, a few, a few kilometers away from me, um, from us, we had the same mock we made beforehand. Gave the, gave me the questions. I got the answers. I got, I did really well. Um, school was yeah, like from an academic point of view, I wasn't bad. I wasn't great. This is one of those stories about kind of like, oh, I was so shit in school, and I did a college course, and I dropped out. And I'm doing this now. I'm living my life. Um, it was neither here nor there with school. I kind of did my thing. And my friends did all that. School wise, did good in some things, bad in other things. It is what it is. Uh, but I was extremely sporty. You know, I played fucking football, tennis, hockey quite a lot in school. Um, I think looking back now, probably the biggest reason I did sports in school was to leave class early. Um, there was one time at a hockey match and I remember specifically we were playing, I think it was Columbus at home or was it away? No, Columbus away. And we were meeting at 12 o'clock in the change rooms. So the boys were like, yeah, no more meeting at half past 10. Because like with football, they put the the matches on the board and the meet time and this time so the teacher could know hockey we didn't do that we just told us to put the squad lists up um so we're like oh we have to be gone at half 10 so we just chilling in the fucking chamber for an hour and a half missing school it was great but uh you know like from a gym point of view like that only came about when i was 16 i'll kind of talk about that now in a second but before that like football hockey and i suppose football was my big thing when i was younger and then i think it was when i moved to school i was in st killian's um a german school I uh, got into hockey. Hockey's very big there. I got into hockey, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is actually this is actually kind of cool." So I got into hockey. Um, I wasn't the best at it. I did quite well. I played for Leinster um, when I was fifteen, played under sixteens. Um, didn't get Ireland trials, unfortunately. Um, I may have had a, a a swearing match with one of the referees in a match against Ulster. And by a swearing match, I mean I was cursing by the ref for. I don't even know what was going on. It was a very emotional match, that kind of way. But, uh, you know, from a sports point of view, yeah, very much a hockey-based kind of life. And I injured myself a few years down the line. That kind of, you know, put my hockey career out of, out of fucking anything. But I was playing hockey up until I was about 18, 19. Played in school, played in club, played in college. And that was kind of that. Um, School-wise, nothing else really kind of top of there, to be honest. Did my exams. I was, well, at my leaving cert, I didn't do great. I originally wanted to do physiotherapy in college that's a big thing but the, physio- the physiotherapy i thought from a job point of view jesus this is a job where like i can literally wear shorts and t-shirt for a living fuck sense class um it's within health it's within some kind of fitnessy realm it can be if you wanted to i was like this sounds like a great job i want to do that i believe it was like 540 points um so for anyone in out of ireland um who doesn't get that to be honest even in ireland right now i know the points have been changed a few years ago so i haven't a clue really um the most points you get was 625 you needed 545 to get into physiotherapy in college. Um, my mocks did all right. I got a 500 point in my mocks, which is like the pre-leaving sort of kind of test exams. Um, I did quite well. And because I did quite well, I was like, ah, apparently the mocks are harder than your leaving cert. Hmm. I- I'll be fine with my leaving cert. Stopped studying pretty much and got 415, so a, a, a hefty 85 point drop. So I couldn't do physiotherapy. My second choice was um health and performance science in ucd my third choice was just general science in ucd um so i didn't get any of them 
So my fourth choice, I forgot what my fourth choice was. It was something fucking bullshit. Um, my fifth choice though was uh, music in German as an arts degree in UCD. Um, like background of myself, I love music. Music was like, it's my, it still is my thing. Uh, I played drums, guitar and bass since I was about 10 years old. So about 13 years at this point now. Um, absolutely love it. Sadly, I have to give up the drums uh, three years ago when I started working, business, all that fun stuff because it's either have an office in my bedroom or a drum kit. And I was like, right, for work, I need an office. Um, I was sitting in college. Um, it was all right. You know, I wasn't mad in it. You know, it was what it was. I, I was kind of, first year, first semester, first year, I was loving, loving life, to be honest. I felt like I knew my, I, got, I really kind of felt myself when I was in college. You know, I think the highlight of my first, fucking semester college was we had to do like a it was it was a funniest it, this is what i love at music and thing one of our assignments for the week was to go out find a gig to go to and write a review on the gig it was fucking brilliant and i thought this was the coolest thing ever it was a girl in my year i knew from outside of um college called jess from a music music point of view a friend of mine called max he's played bass i play drums we jam it out every now and then and he had a called jess who sang she was in my course so i was like right I know you, you are my friend, um, I am a very introverted little fuck, I don't want to go to town to a concert on my own, come with me. So me and her went to town and we went to this, this like, uh, fucking this gig in Whelan's, band called Yob, um, I know I think great name, but uh, Yob, little did we realise, was like a heavy metal band, uh, went in for about 10 minutes, they were playing, I was like this is shit, let's bounce. And I went home. Uh, wrote a review on the gig, basically how shit I thought it was, and I got like a fucking hundred percent. And I was like, "Oh, gang!" Middle lecture hall. He used my fucking uh, review as a like an example for the class, and I was like, "Oh, boys, I am a smarty pants now. Look at me go!" And I thought I thought I kind of found what I wanted to do. I kind of found, thought I found my thing. I was like, "Oh shit, maybe I could do like fucking reviews and gigs and shit like that for as a career." I'm sure there's loads of money in that. Holy fuck! Um, that was short lived. Um, <laughs> then it came to music theory and I was like bro fucking notes and this kind of shit and keys and this and that I haven't a fucking clue uh, uh, fuck that um, and so as time went on you know we, 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 we finished for, for winter came back and I was like you know what I'm really not loving this music isn't my thing I'm really hating it fuck that um, I actually transferred from music to linguistics um, why linguistics I was studying German at the same time as well because I was in a German school and basically in German that we had a module on, on German linguistics and I actually thought linguistics were really interesting it's like the science behind language and I honestly got thought it was one of the coolest things ever so I was like right listen I don't want to do anything else with this arts degree there was like an economics thing I was looking into there was other things but I was like nah do you know what I actually kind of look into linguistics so I transferred from music into linguistics um, somehow I transferred into linguistics six weeks into a 12 week, 12 week term my module coordinators are all like you can do it but fuck me it's going to be dumb because you'll have to repeat loads of shit um i got in i you know got into the course and somehow managed to pass everything just about um there's one thing i passed by a percent so i was like fuck go on down or my ass off because i didn't want to fucking repeat i didn't want to go to music so i was like this is fine um and i finished first year cool happy days life was good we move um and <laughs> this is kind of where college started to go downhill for me um so i was in summer holidays and i was away in marbella with a female i was seeing at the time 
they're my ex, my best friend Elliot, and his girlfriend that I'm now is ex. And we're away in in Marbella on holiday, fucking doing holiday things. And I remember one day I got a call from home. He said my granny was in hospital. I was like, oh fuck, this isn't ideal. Uh, didn't think much of it, but flew home um, after the holiday and uh, went straight up to Mullingar Hospital where my granny was, was, was being in hospital. And it was actually a lot worse than we thought, um, which obviously wasn't ideal. She was like, 80, I think she was 83, 80, 45. You know, she had a good life and uh, sadly she passed away while in hospital. Uh, she had uh, lung cancer. Um, they only found it about three days before she actually passed away that she actually had lung cancer so you know it wasn't ideal her voice something happened to her voice about a year before and weren't very high high pitched and squeaky um, and the doctor thought it was an infection didn't know what it was and uh, it turns out it was cancer so yeah bit of a shit one there to be honest but uh, yeah but I remember it was one day in the hospital and it was very this is like this is deep shit this is shit I don't really talk about I was in the hospital and it was just me and my granny in the oh, if someone's gonna pass away it's a grim room it's basically um if someone's gonna pass away they put them in that room it's kind of a big room a lot of chairs there's a sitting room sitting room like two doors down so you can have the family there while they're passing away it's, it's actually it's nice to have but it was just a fucking depressingly grim kind of place to be at the time and it was just myself and my granny in there she was on a little morphine she was kind of you know about four days before she died she was out for the count so couldn't actually really communicate to her or talk to her but it was me and her in the room and i was thinking i was like over no, my, I was 19 at the time. She's 19, was I? 19 at the time. Um, I was like, geez, like, I remember across the years, she'd show me so many kind of, like, photo albums, you know, this and that. And I was like, shit, she had a, she traveled. She did this, she did that. She had a great life. She was a teacher her, her whole life. Um, I think she was a principal at some point, but she did, she had a great life altogether. And she loved what she did. The amount of stories she had about work that she loved. Um, you know, she got to travel. She got that. She had a great life. And I was like, I kind of have a bit of a deep thought, and I, I I wasn't really one for these kind of thoughts at the time, but I was like, shit, you know, at some point, that's going to be me in bed, you know, that's going to be me fucking on my deathbed, fucking, you know, ready to move on to the next one, right, and I was like, huh, do what I'm doing now, do I think I'm going to be happy at that point, and I was like, no, do you know, I couldn't give a shit about learning how to speak German better, I couldn't give brutally honestly a shit about the science of language and how it works like that i thought it was cool and interesting but fuck me doing that for the rest of my life like no i'm i was i was okay um and it was kind of subconsciously that moment there i was like yeah i don't want to do this but like at the end of the day wanting to leave college and actually leaving college uh, two different things and at that point as well i was like what the fuck am i gonna do now Backstory, Marbella, my friend Elliot, he, a year before, and he had dropped out of college after like three weeks, love it, um, and he went to do a personal training course, and in the time he actually moved to Canada, um, blew up personal training scene over there, he was honestly one of the best BTs over there in his gym, he was in a gym called Good Life, and like, the gym has like a million fucking places in Canada, and he was like the top 50 BTs up there, it was ridiculous, I was like, shit, he's the one for that, he's making good money, and he's, make, he's, he's fucking living abroad in Canada, like, this sounds like a fucking good life, I want some of that. So I was kind of like, right, I, I lo- like, even before that as well, I wanted to go to personal training. Uh, oh, no, sorry, I love the gym. I thought, like, learning about nutrition, that kind of was really interesting. I was like, well, why don't I actually go into personal training? That could be a really, really interesting kind of and fun way to live. And I was like, you know, I enjoy it. I enjoy what in- my job entails. Why the fuck don't I do it? So that, that didn't come up for a while. 
I knew when I was like, like with my granny, I was like, right, I know I don't want to do this first in my life, but I need to figure out what I want to do first. So I stuck out college until I realized what I want to do. And it took me about a month and a half to realize that's what I wanted to do. But again, it takes, you know, back then I was a very introverted kind of, you know, to myself kind of guy with very little confidence in myself, very fucking little confidence in myself. And it was a point, and I mentioned this podcast a couple, a couple weeks ago with the, with Emma, with ESG, and basically in second year college we were doing this like German literature um, course or what was it, a module. And the story was about a young boy who transformed into a cockroach overnight and his family had to care for him as a cockroach. He was fully aware as a human, brain of a human, but couldn't speak. He was a cockroach and his family, I think, eventually killed him. And I was in the class and I was like, fuck me, do you know what? The, the fucking grimness of studying this and knowing this is my life until I take action is grim. And it's interesting I say that because it's kind of like it's one of the big things I preach now as a coach. I'm kind of like, you know, if you're not happy where you are, fucking take action. And I post stories about it all the time. And, you know, the hundreds of story views I get, I know it very seldom gets through to people. But fuck me, you don't understand how important it is to fucking take action. If you're someone flicking my Instagram stories and you see me saying take action and you're not taking action, you're fucking playing yourself. I'm trying to give you a hand, but you're saying, nah, I'm going to be shit. Um... And I was like, I'm in this course. I'm fucking hating it. Um, no one's going to fucking get me out of here bar me. No one's going to sort my life out bar me. So I need to fucking do something. So I went home. I was like, mom, dad, I'm fucking hating college. I'm fucking miserable in college. I want to drop out. Um, they were saying, oh, stick it out. You know, like get the degree to fall back on. And I was like, I don't want that safety net. I don't want the comfort of, you know, if all else fails, I'll do this. You know, it's good to have, but I was like, I don't want to fall back on that. I want to be, I want no safety net so I can go full on on what I want to do. Do you know? Um, and with that, I didn't waste, want to waste another two years of my life for a piece of paper that I'm never going to use in my life. Because I knew full well I wouldn't. Um, now, fucking love my mom and dad if you ever want. I don't know if you listen to my podcast or not, but mom and dad, if you listen to this, fucking love you guys. Maybe people I know who, you know, I know any who looked to drop out of college and had such a miserable time from a parental point of view, kind of pressure them to not do it. And then when they do do it, fucking give them absolute shit for dropping out. Like, you guys were fucking supportive. You know, you knew I didn't want to do it. And so, thank you. Honestly, I, don't, I never really say it, but thank you for not being shit about it, I suppose. Thank you for, <laughs> for trusting me, for understanding it wasn't what I wanted to do and uh, letting me go off and do my own thing. So, I, I really do love that. I really do appreciate that to this day. Like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys giving me that, that kick because I, I couldn't do it my own. So, thank you for that. I wouldn't have done it if I didn't get your kind of approval. Um, so, I left. I left college and I knew I wanted to do a PT course. And this is at a point where I knew what I wanted to do. So I booked a PT course and I started that January. So I dropped out in October, November. So I had December and December and January kind of chill out and do nothing really. It was great. Um, now, at the same time, let's go back about a year. Uh, in the gym, this is kind of a, an important part of the story we'll kind of get to in a second. In the gym, I competed in powerlifting. Um, so squat, bench, deadlift as, as heavy as it could. It was really enjoyable. Uh, January 2017, this was about, a, uh, about nine months before I dropped out. Um, or was it nine months before I dropped out? No, it was about a year and a half before I dropped out. I suffered a really bad lower back injury. Uh, my L4 and L5 went, nah, I'm out. And they're bulging. Uh, which meant I couldn't really train, um, let alone walk, but I could eat. Put on about 20 kilos in the space of fucking, I don't know, five months, six months. 
and blew up. And it was when I was in actually in the Harley Marbella, I realized, fuck, I put on a lot of weight. Um, I was in the mirror, kind of sucking in, tensing, doing all kinds of sorts, and I was still a chubby boy. Um, and it was at this point I kind of recognized, like, right, I wasn't feeling good in myself, wasn't happy, wasn't healthy, wasn't confident, and I wanted to make a change. So, again, I took further action. I kind of, you know, got to a point where I want to be. But, like, I'll kind of get back to that in a second. I, it is an important thing to kind of play. Because, obviously, when I went into my PT course, I was like, you know, this this gets in this it gets it gets important why i mentioned this now later on in the story just kind of as to kind of why i coach right now so i dropped out and i went into college um in my pt course at the same time i was coaching hockey i stopped playing hockey because of my back injury i couldn't actually play hockey so i started coaching hockey i was coaching hockey uh club level i was coaching um i was coaching a, a, a women's a women's team i coached uh the lad team in st killings the school i went to i was actually little claim the fame here i'm the uh to this day the only coach in St. Killian's history to get a team to an All Ireland. So there we go. I was a fucking, I was a fucking sick coach before I was even a coach. Imagine that. I was born for this fucking job. Um, but uh, and I think I, yeah, I coached a girl, another girls team in, in another club. But uh, yeah, three coaching jobs as well as I was a barista before that. Quit that new co- coaching and I was I was coaching hockey at the same time I was in my PT course. PT course, honest to God, uh, met some of the fucking coolest people in my life. Um, you know, Rian, good friend of mine, Moses' uh, biological mother, met him, great lad, um, still chatting to this day, uh, Emma, Dung, if you're watching this, fucking absolute savage human being, um, feels like Gav, Sean, a few fucking sick lads I met in the course, um, to this day, genuinely fucking love you guys, um, you know, PT course, Ella, fucking Scanlon, oh, like, the many people in this, in this course I met, who I still love to this fucking day, ridiculous and like honestly that was probably the most fun 16 weeks of my life jesus christ remember that pt course honestly that was the best time of my life um i did an elite fpa in black rock so if anyone listening to this right now wants to be a personal trainer um like a pt course at the end of the day there's nothing special about them like if by so much chance elite fpa listen to this listen god thank you very much but the majority of learning comes afterwards and they'll agree with me anyone will agree with me you know if you're if you're doing a pt course the pt course to give your foundations and to get your foot in the door it gives you a search you can get a fucking job so you can get insured um you know you need that before you do anything your education is going to come afterwards through courses through gym floor work through running a business through clients experience that's where the majority of your learning is going to come um so get your foot in the door and we're good to go from there now from there i worked in a job so while i was in my pt course uh my well my girlfriend at the time um she was working at a pub and one of the bouncers there was a manager of a gym and she was like, can you, give, can you give my boyfriend a job? And he was like, yes. So I got a job in a gym in Bray called TNT. Um, now, in fairness, it was cool. It was a little warehouse kind of gym. It was quite a cool gym. Um, middle of fucking our center of some industrial state in Bray. Um, but I was working behind the desk there while I did my PT course. So I was like, grand. I got my PT course. Like, boys, I'm working in a gym now. I don't need you boys. And they're like, uh, yeah, you do. I was like, in fairness, yeah, I do. But I was in there. And it was uh, it was quite cool because I was actually working in a gym. Um one of the guys from the course actually working it was actually training the gym, so that was kind of cool. Um, so it was like, hello, I work here now. Fucking we're in the same course. This is kind of funny. But um, yeah, no, it was a good crack. Like, at the end of the day, I wasn't PTing in there. I was just working behind the desk. I was getting to know members, and I was like, shit, this is really cool. Like, members were dead friendly. You know, I got to chat to, chat to people, and I suppose, like, you know, I, I really saw my, myself come out of my shell in that gym. Now, th- I was only there for nine days. I was living in the gym for nine days because I always wanted to work in this gym called Westwood. Elliot had worked there. We mentioned Elliot beforehand. He was working in um, in Westwood. He's making decent money. You know, he was he was loving life. He was yeah, he had a great job. He seemed over the moon when he was working. I was like, shit. You no, know, I want to get a job there. Um, 
but also at the same time personal training from a job point of view you don't make a lot of money at the start <laughs> um like you literally the money you make is from your clients so if you're paying rent in a gym say you're paying 500 quid a month in rent in a gym you know say you have 10 clients paying you 400 quid a month you, have, you make four grand 500 that goes to the gym you make three and a half grand a month um you know but now it's a case of actually getting clients when you know how to mark when you're when you've just dropped out of arts in college and you're becoming a vt marketing advertising all that fun stuff isn't your forte managing your time isn't your forte so it's a job you initially go into knowing you're not going to make a lot of money at the very start and i didn't like that because i wanted some security westwood was nice because made money per hour you got paid for classes and personal training on top of that. So it's like, right, at least I have a baseline of income while I'm kind of getting the scratch. So it's kind of like while I was like learning my craft, learning how to market myself, learning how to advertise my, my work, learning how to improve my, my sessions, I could then, you know, get paid to be in the gym floor, walk around, talk to clients, and then go 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 about doing that, um, which is quite cool. And at the same time, I was growing Coach Ben online. So like I always, I kind of, to this day, I am so grateful that I actually kind of, you know, started Coach Bedan the minute I qualified as a PT. Like, I registered as a business, and I think because I kind of registered as a business, I took it a lot more seriously. So I kind of wasn't just, and you can see this a lot, people kind of, oh, it's a bit of fun and games, but, like, you know, the training programs, the nutrition plans, that kind of, the check-ins are all well and cool, but, like, manage your accounts, your fucking tax bill, you're this, you're that. People forget about that. And because I kind of registered with an accountant from the get-go, I actually registered the business with my accountant, it was like grand. Okay, I'm actually doing this properly. Do you know, so it was actually it was actually quite good. Um, like while I was in Westwood, it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, wasn't the busiest PT of all time at the start. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I actually in, in summer 2019, I actually went to Canada to visit Elliot in May, and like he was killing it over there, like fucking killing it. And I was like, what the fuck? Like online was going all right. I was averaging between kind of like 10 and 20 clients at a about a go nothing too crazy was, was getting making a bit of money from it nothing major um but i was in wet i was in canada i was like dude how the fuck are you doing so well on pd and i was chatting to him and he was telling me bits and i went back to went back to dublin and fuck me like it was ridiculous like not to sound like fucking not to sound like fucking big my boots but i was the for pt point of view, i was the big dog in that gym fuck me i was uh i was the busiest pt in that gym after that like so to elliot again i doubt you listen to this podcast to elliot thank you very much because you're the reason why both online, I know how to market myself, I know how to get clients, I know how to be a fucking, you know, better PT, I know how to kind of serve my clients better, and it gave me a lot more confidence in the gym, you know, while I was actually in the gym, when you're getting busy, when you're having consults, and you're selling PT plans, and you're doing this, and you're actually working clients, and you're not just selling PT, but you're actually training people, and they're enjoying their sessions, they trust their health and wellness with yourself, and they're getting results from you, like, there's nothing better than it. Like PT is a tiring job. There'd be mornings waking up at six o'clock in the morning, uh, going to bed at ten p.m. doing the same the next day. But and it was a tiring manual job. But fuck me, I loved it. It was so much fun. Um, honestly, God, it was fucking incredible. Um, there was a time. Uh, now we kind of look into kind of why I move very much fully online, why I wanted to move fully online. There was a time um, where I was working between online and Westwood about. 50 hours a week in Westwood, but 50 hours online. I was doing on average between 90 and 100 hours a week work-wise. Um, my sleep had gone to absolute shit. My training had gone to absolute shit. Um, my energy was non-existent. Um, you know, I, I, had, I just I just gone through a bit of a messy breakup, so emotionally I was a bit fucked up. Um, and yeah, it just wasn't very good. And I ended up working myself and panicking myself into a very big stress-induced panic attack. 
Uh, my heart rate was about 130 to 150 beats per minute for about three hours straight, just lying in bed. And uh, I was rushed to a &E. Um he was like, yeah, you just got to chill out, stop working. And this was about three days before I went to Canada, so I couldn't have come at a better time. And it was between that, going to Canada, learning how to better deal with my clients, having two weeks kind of chill out, relax and wine, just working online. I was like, shit, number one, I want to do online coaching full-time because I had a lot more. I, I had double the clients I had online. I had double the clients I had in Westwood, but worked about half the hours. Um... And could work half the hours while still giving them the best quality service of the time. So I, I had my time back. And the second thing, I was more relaxed. Like, fuck me. Like, I was like, between everything going on personally, between work, I was, I didn't have time for myself. My clients were getting as good a service. I wasn't getting a good time. I was having a bit of a shit one. Um, I was in a bit of a messy place altogether. And I was like, shit, this, I, this is why I want to go online. And so I kind of got back and like, I, I recognized like between, you know, realizing how, I was busy but not productive with my time. I was working 50 hours. I ended up cutting my hours back to about 25, 30 a week of, of PT sessions and just working on the gym floor. Um, I had my energy back. I gave my clients better services. I was able to, you know, get better, 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 say better clients, clients that suited me as a coach. And it just worked a lot better for myself. Um, so, Elliot, I credit a lot of that to you, my man. Thank you very much if you're listening to this. Um, and I got very much went uphill from there. Now, Fast forward to, you know, <laughs> January, February 2020, um, about six, seven, eight months um, of working, being a very busy personal trainer, you know, from a numbers point of view, you know, we looked at the, you know, I looked at the the PT numbers in that gym, a quarter of my gym's in income from personal training had come from myself alone, um, so I was fucking loving life at that point. You know, I was like, holy shit, I'm doing something really well here. Like, this is going really, really well. Um, I'd set records for, the like, the club records for personal training, kind of money the, the club brought in for personal training. I'd, I'd broken that record, like, months in a row. And I was like, holy shit, this is incredible. Um, and I was like, life cannot be going better. And then COVID-19 came around. <laughs> I remember I was, uh, I had a PT session Sunday morning. And this couple, honestly, I fucking love them to bits. It was a couple and their daughter convert a, a, a three to one pt session and they're on the rower getting the warm up done i was chatting away to them i let them do their own thing to warm up and uh, on the tv in front of us was a first covid case confirmed in ireland i remember saying to them fucking fi famous last words oh geez lads hope that doesn't fucking become a big thing and they're like yeah you never know and uh pff, a month later i was out of a job um so it was a bit of a roller coaster for me in the gym because it had gone to the point of you know low point dropping out of college high point finding what i do low point how the fuck do i get busy high point I'm, I'm i'm getting busier low point i am working myself into the ground i'm literally going to a e from panic attack high point going to canada feeling good you know fucking um learning how to be a better pt and then it kept going up and up and up from there got really busy got better at my time you know felt a little less shit about myself i, I was loving life then nothing could be going better income was great work was great the clients work was phenomenal i was really really happy and then covid19 came about and yeah that went um i remember 80 percent of my income was just wiped because of covid eight of my clients gone and i was left back online this sounds awful but honest to god and this sounds awful the global pandemic was the best thing that ever happened to me and I know that's a horrible thing to say, 
but fuck me, it really got me where I, like I'm in such a phenomenal position right now, and I, 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 I not not and across all ter- all fronts, relationship wise, I have a phenomenal girlfriend, Caitlin. I fucking love her to absolute bits. I have a great friend group. I have a phenomenal flatmate, Patty, one of my best friends. I still have Elliot, my family of 10 minutes down the road. I have, a, I have a lovely, I have a job that I fucking love. I'm busy. I live in a nice apartment. You know, I have, I have a lot going well for myself right now. And I credit that down to how I just adapted to the fucking COVID-19. And I honestly got to love it to this day. It happened. And I was like, right, there's two things I can do here. I can sit back, relax, do nothing. Um, and just be miserable that I'm not in a gym as a PT. Or, I can take this time, think back to Canada when I want to go fully online, and double down with everything I did online. Now, I won't lie, two, three weeks, I went with option one. <laughs> I shaved my head, I grew a beard, and I got really, really fat. Um, it was a great time. Uh, but then I was like, no, stop taking the piss down, let's go. I put a lot more work into online. I made a lot more content. I made my content a lot more... Um, suited to who I wanted to coach. I hired a business mentor. Um, I was going to, I was attending webinars online just to fucking better myself. I started hosting webinars to share my content. And by doing all this small work behind the scenes with all the time I had free, it was, it, honestly, my, my, my lockdown was um, train in the back garden, work and swim. For three, four months, it was that over and over and over again. And between, like, for the perspective, like, um, you know, started lockdown, 80% of my income was gone. I had pretty much made that back by the end of lockdown one, just from online. I was like, holy shit, hang on a minute. If I can grow this much, if I can grow my business this much by putting this much time into it, why don't I do that more? So I went back to the gym. What did I do? I put all my one-to-one clients online. I got everyone who I had in the gym. I was like, listen, lads, this is really expensive for you guys to, to be a, to be trained people one-to-one. Come online with me. It's a fraction of the price. You'll get a lot more from it. And what they did, they did come on it. I have a handful of clients to this day who are still with me from, from that time. It's, you, you guys, I fucking love you so much. Um, incredible stuff. Really do appreciate that. Like, Gav, Neil, you know yourselves. Like, thank you for fucking trusting me. Um, and, you know, as time went on, you know, I went from doing 50 hours to the gym floor to 30 30 to 15 from 15 to 10 um i didn't do any more off shift pt it was all on shift my 10 15 hours of working in the gym floor because the rest of it was me at home working on developing online bringing clients online making content talking to followers and you know making them understand that like listen you've goals and i know you've goals you've goals that i had beforehand and i can help you bridge that gap and like, i credit a lot of what i've what i've done like at the end of the day listen i'm only in the game for about three years at this point you know i'm not a very vetted pt i'm not a very like you know i've been a pt for very long but in my short amount of time i've learned a lot and it's that that helps me coach my clients today do you know and it got to the point where you know i remember i was in the gym uh it was just before lockdown three i was no it was just after lockdown two um, we're back in the gym and I was teaching a class outside. I had, I had three pairs of socks on, a pair of shoes, my tracky bottoms, uh, two hoodies, a coat and a hat and gloves. Teaching class outside and afterwards I was freezing, I was shivering, I was miserable. I had members giving out to me and I was like, do you know what? I'm done. Like, I am done in this gym. I'm I'm wrapping up. I was kind of like, I felt like I'd grown it. I felt like, you know, online was building, was, was growing up so much to the point where I was like, I don't need to be working one to one anymore. I love working one to one with my clients, but I was like, for myself, to get my time back, to get myself the freedom I wanted, but to help 
people I want to help and to help a, a larger number of people and give them a better service. Online was the was the way to go. So I handed my notice in. Uh, my last day was the 31st of December 2020. And as of the 1st of January 2021, I was fully self-employed. And to this day now, um, seven months, well, six months and 21 days later, I am still on it. And I'm fucking loving life. Um, and it kind of brings me kind of like to where I am now. And kind of what I'm doing, what I do, why I coach. And, you know, that developed over the years, you know. I'm not just a coach that helps you lose body fat, put a bit of muscle on, a bit stronger, cool, happy days. I want to help you at a much deeper level. You know, I want to have a connection with you. I want you to know that I've I've been there, you know. Throughout my teen years, you know, up until, you know, even like as a PT, do you know that kind of way, I was very unhappy. From a health point of view, I wasn't great. And fuck me, I just had no confidence in myself. I was just riddled with self-doubt. And it's a fucking toxic place to be. You know, there's nothing, like if you can't believe in yourself, no one else will. And that, that couldn't be more true. And I kind of recognized, you know, I've got to take action for myself. I've got to take responsibility for my own doings. And it's through everything I've said in this podcast, through through dropping, through, through you know, going through, you know, a college course I fucking hated, dropping out, the anxiety around that, you know, going into a job that is notorious for having a two-year lifespan and a fuck-all income and then going to some office job, you know, as a PT, um, throwing a, a messy breakup and a very emotional Dan, um, starting a job as a PT, you know, having stress news panic attacks, being rushed into A&E, um, to then, you know, being the busy PT in my gym that it's ever seen and then losing all that to, to develop my business over a fucking lockdown. Like, I've not had the easiest journey as a PT. I'm not going to lie, you know? And I think one thing, and this is going to be me blowing smoke my whole art, my, my own hole, and this whole podcast is me just talking to myself, so it's very narcissistic, we're going to go with it anyway, is that nothing I'm doing came really easy, do you know? And I, I, it sounds horrible, but like at the end of the day, it's, it's, it goes for anything you want. Anything you want in life is not going to come easy, and it's going to take sacrifices. It's going to take, you know, leaving some people behind. It's going to be take, It's going to involve kind of doing things you want to do without seeing a change for a long time. Do you know what kind of way? But it pays off. And you've got to be okay with doing work, especially when you're not seeing progress because you know over time it'll happen. I was PT for a fucking three years and it's only in the last fucking nine, 12 months things have really picked up for me. And there were times where I wanted to quit. There was one time I was, uh, I was, I wrote an email to every client I had telling them I was, I was, I was stopping personal training. This is about, you know, January 20, 2019. I had an email written out to send to all my clients at the time saying, I'm done coaching. I was going to press send and I made a, I had a panic, panic attack and I, I, I deleted the email. And, you know, I'm in a position now where, like, I'm happy. I have a, I have a good life. I've set myself up quite nicely and I'm really happy. And I have, I, have a, I have a job that I fucking love. I have a client base who, there's not one client I work on that I don't want to work with. I fucking love every single client I work with. These are all a fucking pleasure to work with. And I honestly got to this day, I'm blessed to have the clients I have. Um, I have a family who, you know, were so understanding when they wanted to leave college, when I wanted to do all this, and made my life so easy in doing that. Um, I have a friend group, you know, Patty, my flatmate, Elliot, or everyone around me, you know, I fucking love you all, and Caitlin, for fuck's sake, you know. Jesus, of everyone, everything going on right now, genuinely, I've not learned more from anyone than her. Um, genuinely, kind of separating work and, and, and downtime and this and that and kind of having someone else to actually put my kind of value into, like, it's it's ridiculous. So, 
know everyone I've mentioned there fucking clients friends family girlfriends everything like you have made my life ridiculous and you've brought me to where I am today and it's not been easy but you know it's it's through these struggles that you know I coach who I coach you know I, I coach men and women to you know transform their bodies transform their minds because that's needed you need that kind of mental and physical transformation to, to be a better version of yourself but it's not just for the sake of being able to go to the gym to have a six-pack to have this to have that is to become happier is to become healthier and it's become a damn sight more confident <sighs> geez that was a that was a big podcast 40 minutes of solo podcast for myself i thought that was gonna be 20 minutes my god um and that is has brought me to where i am now me sat in a room complaining about the heat with a fan beside me wishing i was in the sea Guys, thank you so much for listening to this very deep podcast. I've shared a lot in this podcast that, you know, not very many people even close to me have actually heard. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that. Um, if you have any questions for me, please, please, please do not hesitate in touch. Um, you can head over to www.coachbadan.com if you want to inquire about coaching. If you feel like, you know, my story, what I've done, my experience, my coaching style will help you, like to help others, please get in touch. I Honestly, I would love to help you. Um, email me at danreesepersonaltraining.com if you don't already follow me on Instagram at coachbydan um, if you enjoyed the podcast share it to your story share it to your friends tag me do all that fun stuff and uh, yeah we move uh, thank you again so much for listening to episode 76 I believe this was of the podcast have a great day have an amazing week and uh, we'll chat really really soon <laughs>